Hey y'all, welcome to the Heart of the Podcast with MSTC. I'm Mel. I am George. I'm Nick. Uh, it's been a bit since we've been on. Uh, life has been getting in the way, as usually happens with us, especially around this time of the year. But we wanted to give you at least a couple heading into the new year so you can have something nice to listen to during the holiday season. Uh, you're ignoring your family. That's right. The classic. Uh, so we wanted to, uh, we're recording this uh, the week before um, the regional in Queens. Uh, so Queen, New York City is finally getting a regional back for the first time in three years i think uh so gamers choice is hosting uh at st john's i think it is unfortunate cool. yeah uh what are you all th- what are you all excited for uh with that regional coming up what do we expect to see what are we hoping to experience well f- i know nick you can't make it but my niece's birthday she's Skipping. turning one <laughs> she'll turn she'll turn two don't worry no i can't i can't spare i think uh we're gonna see a lot of rescue ace uh, and um, infernoble i didn't oh, i guess I, I didn't realize how strong infernoble was first off it's very annoying to play against because that's one of those decks that like take 15 minutes to set up mm-hmm. and they end up on uh angelica's angelic ring which is a fucking busted card <laughs> That yeah, card is nuts. Bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I uh I think um Infernoble is very stoppable if you have the right hand traps. Um you have to ash the second effect of uh what's it called? Isold. And then sometimes they skip turn. The well the current build is very resilient to hand traps. Uh the new cards really gave them a lot more to work with. And it gave yeah. them it gave them another four copies of Rhoda, which sure did. I finally got all the cards in the mail to be able to actually fuck play it. But yeah, uh, George, I think we played against the same player and that deck is it takes a while uh but it its board is pretty formidable if they can go either even if they go and if they get interrupted like once or twice they can still end on a fairly strong board that's pretty tough crack mm, yeah yeah and uh they're they're pretty weak to evenly but yes yes if you bait out their negate yeah which yeah. uh if i think george and i went through the similar board where <laughs> it's two two of the link two charlemagne which is the link one uh and angelic's angel ring which means you need three spell traps to get your dark ruler evenly off because if the player's smart they'll activate charles before angelic ring resolve which it was a new thing that i learned but that is that is an insane set of cards to be able to do well like I know, they're not I even know. concerned about maro uh, so uh angelic's angelica's angelic ring is a spell negate that it negates on resolution so if what people will used to do is they would activate like prosperity or rota and you'd be players would you have to use angelic's ring to negate which means that dark ruler and evenly would be free to activate on their own but players realize that because it negates on resolution the um what's it called the uh charlemagne negates uh, activation so it'll negate the card which means it'll negate the activation which means the card does not have an effect to negate on resolution so angelic's ring will not activate which means it's still i um i think that uh while infernoble is definitely something to think about i don't think that's going to be your main problem i think your main problem is going to be rescue ace and um centurion actually i don't i don't think infernoble is going to be the main the main thing that you should worry about um I'm not, I'm not, it's not to say that um it's going to be uh the the problem per se i just think it's going to be a problem um one because of how long it takes to set up and that's always been like since i've gone on since i've been playing flu that's always mm-hmm. been an issue for me going into time and yeah. it's very annoying to sit there and watch my opponent combo off 15 minutes and then you know past turn um and then try to break board and then yeah you know play from there and then go into time going into time is probably like the worst thing about Yu-Gi-Oh. well you also <laughs> have to consider this with tier as well which you might see a couple people on tier but yeah i hear you it's frustrating 
Yeah, um, one of the few benefits to Infernoble is that they they risk going into time themselves because no, uh, the museum makes them pay twelve, and they can't unless they have a run a very specific card. They can't gain enough life back to recuperate. But yeah, definitely. I mean, they can also game three act normal summon connector and get Aqua Dolphin, and then use Aqua Dolphin effect. And it's fifty fifty. Are they going to hurt you, or are you going to hurt them? Basically, yeah, that's kind of Yu Gi Oh at its worst, to be quite honest yeah. with you. I uh, but yeah, I I, I kind of I think. In for Noble is a good tier two deck, but I don't think it's particularly powerful compared to what's out there. I think Rescue Ace washes that deck. Interesting how far you've come from a Rescue Ace hater. Oh, I fucking hate Rescue Ace. Can't stand <laughs> it. But I think it washes Infernoble. I actually like Infernoble, but um, I think Rescue Ace is uh, pretty much going to be the main thing. I think you'll see a couple of tier here and there. I think a lot of people are going to think it's funny to do the Calamity Lock while that's legal, so you enjoy that while you guys go to Queens. Um, and um, I think that'll basically be what you come up against. See a couple of things on the fringes like wouldn't be super surprising to see a flu player wouldn't be super surprising to see a um what's it called like a sword soul player here or there but for the most part it's going to be like rescue ace minadium tier pirelli you know this the things that are kind of just there right now and unfortunately for me mostly i i don't find a lot of those decks enjoyable to play against so low-key kind of glad i'm not going um but uh you know the format is pretty much uh what it is right now all the things that konami's come out with recently are just not uh, impactful enough. And uh, we could talk about that in a little, but I have a lot of opinions about Centurion and how I think that deck runs. I mean, it's not... I'd be, I'm, I would be curious... I would be curious slash surprised if Centurion makes a huge impact. The consensus that I've been seeing is like, it, it's a one-trick Calamity thing. Like, if the Calamity yeah. gets interrupted, the deck can't do much. If you hit the fields... I, I, do, I think that we'll start seeing more back row hate coming into the format because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hitting that field spell just shuts that deck off immediately. Oh, yeah. And then you got some nice overlap with Rescue Ace too. I mean, sure, why not, right? Uh, yeah, and Labyrinth yeah. and Pirelli. Mm -hmm. There's like a ton of things, yeah. A ton of things yeah, that, that, I think that, that yeah. that's which I appreciate. Like new stuff shifts the format because we've been oh, in yeah. a very not that I would say it's I wouldn't say it's stale by any means. I think that it's the side deck has been very this the basically your non-engine has been kind of in rotation for a while. And it'll it's nice to now have that additional yeah. spot to be like, do I play like, like you instead don't, of <laughs> yeah, right? Like you wanna do you wanna throw in spell trap? hate and risk monster monster decks blowing you out or I, I think we'll see i think centurion gives us the ultimate like boy it's going to be trouble if you're running like ghost ogre or even ghost mourner like you one card interruptions are not good infinite yeah yeah it's, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because i was talking about i was talking to this with someone in our locals i was like the one for one is not it's not ideal for in, in this format it's not impactful right. enough now i will say what's interesting george about you saying that is that um typically um when when and one for ones are not strong enough typically to slow down or stop a deck people typically do not look back on those formats fondly because it usually indicates that there's something going on that's not super fun and you know i would argue that uh rescue ace and the way centurion's currently playing are not exactly thrilling uh centurion because that card like calamity lock needs to get banned because it's kind of stupid uh rescue ace just rescue ace is fine it just rescue ace goes so plus with a uh, setting four with turbulence that it's like a little unfair not like i don't have a problem with that because that's what the deck does but it's a you know what i mean it's a little too plus going like plus four plus three by setting those uh so how do they address that i'm not really sure but typically 
typically when when a when one for ones are not enough, people don't love those formats because it's think... like it just feels a little bad sometimes. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that there's people always have problems with every format. Like the format right before Centurion got released, people were upset because there was some people were upset because of a huge variety of decks. Centurion didn't change that. I I think no, yeah, yeah. the the one for one is the argument's interesting because the aside from like Ash and Called by there are not there are very few cards that are that that are one for ones that were ever like overpowered mm -hmm. and i think yeah. specifically with centurion it is highly vulnerable to a couple of hand traps like a like an imperm or a cosmic or a, yeah, imperm, like imperm hurts real bad imperm hurts because then it just stops uh it just stops calamity um yeah. it before it even hits the board and then you're or like cosmic keeps them from even synchroing yeah i'd be curious if people have figured it out at this point in terms of centurion i know that the ocg had a lot of success with it for a while mm -hmm. but i don't know i'm curious if there were certain factors that allowed the ocg to really run with centurion versus the tcg just not having that or people just not playing yeah it's a good point i mean i guess it's a little early i mean i'm gonna be honest some of the like this most recent event uh i think it where was it in valencia i don't remember uh centurion had a couple of tops but i um i remain very unimpressed with that deck's play style so i think that now that people are aware that it's around oh there was one in trinidad and tobago sorry now that people are aware that that's around i think um i i would be surprised if it really tops at all because like you said mel it doesn't really do much and um calamity lock is not going to stick around so they've got to figure out some other plan to be impactful because frankly i think uh rescue ace again just absolutely destroys that deck if if they don't get to the calamity lock you know what i mean yeah the other thing is uh the other thing they have going in their favor i guess is that their engine is very tiny so they can run like 50 hand traps which is fine you know it's pretty mm -hmm. good depending on your matchup but uh yeah it just doesn't advance the game state if you stop your opponent with a lot of hand traps you know, sure, you stopped them, right. but if you can't do the thing, then you're not going to necessarily win. Yeah, there's, I think it was MBT that said, it's crazy that many, or that uh, Centurion is like this, Manadium does everything Centurion does, they're not, does better. Um, it's, yeah. they're, and they're not even playing, like, Manadium can Calamity Lock you, they just don't do it, because yeah. it's not there. Yeah. They'd rather put up a different board. Mm -hmm. And I just find that interesting that, like, this one play that effectively, it, it's like, if your deck can run Shifter, play Shifter, it's like, if your deck could make Calamity Lock, it's interesting interesting it's interesting that people don't play it but yeah it is i can see the value and like you don't want all your tricks going into that one spot if it gets interrupted then you're dead um, mm -hmm. yep yeah yeah so. oh yeah as has as someone who played a rise heart oh yeah i get it oh yeah yeah <laughs> so so um, i mean i don't know there's just a lot of things that feel a little bit too powerful right now just a little just a little bit like i think i think toning down rescue ace and banning calamity would be nice um i think just just like i guess i feel like the format right now that you guys are going into uh on saturday is going to be uh one of extremes i think there's a couple of little tweaks that konami really has to make to just balance a couple of little things nothing i don't think there's anything crazy that needs to be addressed frankly just a little couple of tweaks should be should be good yeah i'd be curious what else they could do uh there is one thing that i am a little frustrated with in and it's not related to the Yu-Gi-Oh. gamers choice is not doing pre-registration and i feel like we're oh. at a time in an age where that should be mandatory like That's it's terrible yeah. it's frustrating because it requires i mean grand we live close enough that it's not going to be a big deal but it just feels like i'm curious why and i do not doubt that it was not gabriel's choice's choice i feel like that was a different decision made by somebody else that they were just told you 
can't do uh, you can't do pre-registration. Yeah, because normally they do for the regionals they run, and Mm -hmm. I just I I always find that frustrating because I'm like this eliminates so many headaches by being able to very fresh, very frustrating. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I think they're capping at like 500 though, right? Right, which that's and that's the frustrating part is like if you have a cap and you don't allow pre-registration, there are going to be people that get there that cannot get in. Yep, and And that really sucks. Yeah, really sucks because it's actually for those of you not in the New York City area, it is um quite a ways out of the way where it is. It's by the subway, but it's not near. It's not centrally located. It's very off, off out of the way. Yeah. So that is frustrating. And then you mm-hmm. have to be in St. John's. I have a lot of beef with that school. If you went, if you're, if you went or go to St. John's, sorry. I know nothing of it. So I'll tell you later. I have no comment. <laughs> I'll tell you why I have beef later. Yeah, that is frustrating, though. That is yeah. that is a little irritating. But just have to get there at the crack of dawn and yeah, make sure think, we get a spot. I think the other weird thing is that uh, it's it's kind of like it feels like there's a lot of decks that are just below the ones that are considered top contenders that you could play that people mm-hmm. are not playing anymore just because they're maybe a little bit old and people are getting a little bored so when i say that i mean like one could still conceivably do very well with like flu or sword soul or you know like there's so many things that are right below that people aren't playing probably because they just want to try out a couple of the new toys you know mm-hmm. and um it's curious you know it's like always like I- i'm curious if when you when you all go you'll see like a salamangrate player here or there or maybe a flu player or or even a tier player because tier's a little different because people really like tier but things that are just a little below that are frankly pretty powerful but just a little bit like to the point where people might get a little tired of them mm-hmm. kind of like how i feel about flu i like flu but i'm a little tired of it you know so oh, i'm curious i'm curious if that'll uh i'm curious that'll happen for you all actually i hope that i play however many rounds i hope i play that many different decks i hate playing the same deck over and over and over again yes, i like playing there, different it ones. is it, it's yeah yeah for sure that's true it's definitely true um and then uh well uh i don't know i mean i guess what do you think what do you think is gonna um gonna win it like like it's weird i don't know i feel like i feel like the format is just really weird i i feel like i i have a i know what's good but i feel like i don't have a read on it that's fair i i think it's a format that's hard to read right now i think that there's a couple new toys i think that the sinful spoils engine is proving to be a lot more effective in in supporting decks than anybody Mm -hmm. gave it credit for for a while really i think yeah it's doing that and it's then prices are surging uh because it's the fire king structure deck i think that'll that'll be legal i think i think so and i think you might see it i think that deck might actually be good the fire yeah it's part of it is the sinful spoil stuff and another i think it's sinful spoils it's like the pink card is very support it's like very good for that deck yeah which is a good trend like konami printing structure decks that can actually compete Um, oh yeah we 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 love that that. i like Uh, it yeah but we'll we'll see what happens i'm very curious how we're going to go into the new format and like would, what what it means for the new year. I would like if when Konami printed engines like Sinful Spoils, because really, right, if you think about that engine, the only thing you're really buying is um the the uh, the quick place, the wanted play. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about, yep. or the uh, the Sinful Spoils of Subversion Snake Eye, and then of course Diabella Star. So you have like these other parts of the engine that are functionally useless that no one plays, and of um, and I, I just kind of wish they would maybe not do that, like ma- like make a more fleshed out idea. I feel like that would be kind of cool cast your friend where would like a word with you yeah but you like but like that you but like for a while you could actually play pure cast you can't play pure sinful spoils you could it's not going to be that not until they get a card when they get that new card i don't know what set it's coming out in that new pink one people will play it as a pure deck i think that's okay i just wish they would do it all at once so that we don't have to wait but i guess they do want to sell products so i, I guess i get it um yeah. even the horus cards have had their day in a couple of things and again it's just a couple of things it's a imseti and then the other one whose name i can't remember mm-hmm. but um yeah, they're, they're mini engine. Yeah. I actually don't hate that, to be honest. Um, 
I just think um, it, it can be a bit painful for the wallet. I used to hate it a lot more. Now I don't hate it as much. Yeah, you've like accepted it. <laughs> yeah, like I have yeah. the, I got the simple spoil stuff for Infernoble and I'm like, all right, this is cool. Like, I'm glad that I, you know, it's it's fine because it means I'm not buying a whole ass deck and I don't want to buy a whole ass deck anymore. So yeah, it's it's nice to just be able to pick out a couple cards. Granted, it sucks that they're super expensive, but you know, yeah. such is the I, price of playing. I've kind of just set into, uh, gotten into a habit of waiting where um i pick up engines like that if i feel i need them for example uh i never picked up the adventure engine when it was really good because i never played a deck that really needed it uh i thought about it and if i wanted to play a deck that really needed it i would have picked it up i currently feel the same way about horus because i'm playing tier without but uh mm -hmm. the, the tier lists that are topping seem to all be playing it so uh depending on how this next ban list goes because there's nothing on the horizon i'm really interested in buying to be quite honest with you i might buy some of the horus stuff and be like well all right i'll play this at full power and uh see how it goes because that that like i was kind of waiting i was thinking what would be considered better uh the tier build with horus or without and um it seems to be shaking out where the horus stuff does seem to be just a slight bit better right so uh i'll wait but it is expensive for sure george what are your thoughts on mini engines um i don't know if i enjoy them to be honest i i think that i think so all right so here's my thoughts on like uh, on mini engines i don't I don't know like how good they are for the for the game itself. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't like I don't like knowing that I have to pay what I can be paying for a dead core for just a couple of cards. And mo most of the time those couple of cards it's like let's say like the like the mini engine is like a six card, you know, addition to your deck. Five of those cards are dollars and then just the one card that you need three copies of is going to be anywhere from like 60 to 80 dollars and it's like, well, just in this engine alone it's costing more than yeah. my entire deck. I mean Granted, granted, for flu, I bought uh, the two copies of Triple Tech uh, Thrust, which that card alone is worth more than the entire flu core and the rest of the deck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I've been thinking about buying the, the horror stuff just so I can start playing Eldritch again. Uh, but then again, that's Eldritch is going to be always, it's always going to be just like a fun, well, not, well, I don't know. I hope it's, it becomes meta at some point, but it's, it's going <laughs> to be like a fun deck. And I don't know. I don't, I, I can't just justify spending close to what like like 150 bucks on the horror stuff i don't know well yeah so to give you context right to support your point uh what you'd probably want is imseti imseti is 52 dollars a copy yeah. uh and you need you need three of them you might want one uh happy which is five cents and then you'd want uh what's it called sarcophagus which is uh last i saw maybe 30 40 bucks oh no i lied i'm sorry sarcophagus is way cheaper than that. no yeah gold sarcophagus i think is like five yeah it's like five bucks so so uh essentially you're doing uh what like 170 bucks and you're getting seven cards mm -hmm. and most of them is just most of that is just imseti i mean it feels a little bad you know it does feel a little bad yeah so that's i mean that's why i don't know how i feel about these small engines i know they're worth it because in, in the end of the day like i know like the adventure package was good again i never needed it so i never bought it um mm -hmm. now i have it because you know it's pennies on the dollar and right. i still don't use it so yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't know I, you know what I, mean? I don't know like i don't i don't think i, I i'm gonna be getting the horror stuff anytime soon to be honest i don't don't, I don't none of the new stuff really like calls out to me nothing really says like wow you know you should I, I want to be playing this yeah so it's I don't know I, I really can't see myself like buying anything new so that the new goblin stuff coming out next year of course looks you pretty cool. fucking troll <laughs> so, I, I yeah I kind of wanted to get into this a little because I think the last time I played Yu-Gi-Oh on uh, last week I was talking to uh, Mel and Demetrius and James a little and I was like you know there's a lot of stuff coming out and um, I, I just don't 
give a fuck about any of it. Like in the sense that none of it, kind of like you were saying, George, none of it really speaks to me as something that I give a shit to play. Like, dive, yeah, like Sinful Spoils stuff is cool, but uh, like I'm only going to pick it up if I have to. Same thing with the Horus stuff and Centurion, I think, is frankly kind of lame. And um, the uh, the Goblin stuff, I don't really have an interest in playing that either. And the Goblin stuff comes out in a set that has like Ubel stuff. And I guess there might, there might be one other new archetype in there they haven't announced yet. But as it stands so far, all the stuff they're announcing, I just like, for me, it's been consistently just a lot of misses. Not really, I'm not really down lately. I don't know why. I'm just not like, every time they come out with a new archetype, I'm just like, okay, I don't know. Kind of how I felt about it. Yeah, I uh, that'll kind of leads us into our next topic of like Yu-Gi-Oh! in 2024 and what that, what we're kind of hoping for and what we're fearing. I would agree. I feel like there's not a whole lot on the horizon that I'm super interested in. I think as we head into, you know, the next year, there's a couple things I'm hoping for, but mo- there's a, also a lot of things that I'm afraid of in terms of where the game is going. Uh, I think what I really hope for with the new new stuff is I love that Konami has been giving old archetypes some some love and some support. So support. I don't think old archetypes need multiple multiple cards. Like I'm thinking about like TG didn't need f- seven cards. Give them <laughs> yeah. one good one. Like I wish more archetypes got the circular treatment or got the uh, I think it's preventer for rescue ace. Like a single card that completely changes how not even completely changes like gives the deck the ability to play mm-hmm, and yeah. play at a competitive level i hope that konami does more of that because the amount of filler on the in this these packs is getting ridiculous yeah oh, it's yeah. really it's really true it's true yeah. for a lot of older archetypes like uh, uh salamangrate had a bunch of things just come out right and um i mean don't you only really care about salamangrate of fire uh, you you care about the link yeah, yeah. The, the link four the link four. The link four. Oh, i forgot about the link four yeah. yeah i mean but you are right there's a lot of stuff where there's a lot of filler and you just kind of don't care about a lot of the things that you're getting right. and um instead of wasting all that cardboard and uh, all that time uh, i agree with you just come out with one or two cards that really alter a deck's playstyle to make it feel fresh and then go from there i mean you could do that with so many things you right. could do that with basically every archetype and i feel like that would reinvigorate a lot of people because like right now what's happening is we're, we're coming off of konami decided that they would do a whole year long uh epic fucking swooping swooping story no i was thinking with archetypes like they were doing oh. this like epic swooping narrative story with visas but frankly i think we're all feeling a little burned out by it <laughs> i mean I, I i seem to apparently have an affinity for those decks because i've i've considered now building all four at some point or another mm-hmm. but um i do think that it's getting a little stale even though i just bought tier that was more of like a budget purchase for something that's strong but not too expensive that's the only reason i did that you know uh because i got it a little cheaply shout outs to joe um but like we're kind of like like they they did this big sweeping story and now um i feel like people are kind of just thinking you know what is what is next coming on the pipeline and there is a couple of things that i'm a little nervous about for the future i do not like ken and jen and i do not want more cards like that in the game i think they're really stupid um i don't think they're fun or entertaining i think that uh catch-all searchers like thrust should not be in the game i don't think that they are a good way to build decks with a bunch of random one-ofs i think that's weird i don't like it i think it concentrates monetary value in a couple of cards that uh, shuts people out of the game and um that's kind of my two big complaints to be honest with you my other complaints are more just uh like you said with filler and packs i used to really enjoy buying sealed product but i feel like now when i buy sealed product 
it's like I'm either going to hit the jackpot or I'm going to get basically a bunch of kindling that I don't need. And mm -hmm. that's a shame because there it really is a lot of fun to open a sealed product. But like, I'm not going to go buy Age of Overlord if the swings on it are either I get absolutely nothing or I go plus like a billion. I just, I guess I just don't have that gambling gene. Mm -hmm. I just don't have it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I really would like for them to space out sets, which we talked about here and a bunch of YouTubers have talked about. I would love for them to do like one set every four months so that all of us could catch up and breathe and dare I say even solve a format might be nice. When you say one set, do you mean one core set? I do. It's okay to come out with side things, reprints, all that is totally fine. Even structure decks, all of that's fine. I'm talking like like the last core set was, uh, I don't even know, man. It wasn't Age of Overlord. What came out after that? Valiant no, Smashers? It was no, Age of Overlord? Was, yeah, yeah. Okay, see, that's like, that's like a big set, right? But uh, think about it like this. The fact that I am very involved with this game with you guys, and I don't know the last major set clearly because so many other side sets come out, that's like a marketing problem. I, as a player, I should know when a neck when the next like major set is coming out and if i'm like oh what is it is it that like i can't even <laughs> i can't keep track frankly the only way i keep track is through the power of having a bunch of other friends who play Yu Gi Oh. and occasionally when i go on um certain accounts on instagram like ready for duel mm -hmm. um or even more hilariously when i see tops with things that i don't recognize <laughs> then i'm like oh yeah that did come out so that's a bit of a problem that's like a marketing problem for them yeah i feel like there's quite a bit of a divide i also to it's an old point that you made but about the fatigue with the the visas story i think part of that was because we had visas and branded at the same time or oh, albez yeah. at the same time so it was like we get like it was it's like if you're gonna do that just make them in the same realms make them in the same universe like don't you could have extended it out or something but like don't start one in the middle of the one we're supposed to be keeping track of ah uh, yeah and the uh, uh the, the whole dogmatica fucking that's all albaz yeah it's so long dude right. i feel like it's been going on forever i mean part of that is <laughs> uh, part of that's pandemic related right because rise of the duelist came was started it and that came out in 2019 20 uh, came out in 2020 i guess you're right i guess you're right yeah and i don't even mind having like the these long connected uh, lore archetypes. I actually don't mind that. What I do mind is when um, they crowd out other things that Konami could be making in the game. Um, you know, like if you look back at the Visus lore, if you really think about it, and I'm going to say this as someone who really did enjoy Kashtira, did we need um, Kashtira to be a separate archetype that uh, warped the game like it did? Probably no. Uh, did we need Tyr to be so strong that it was ridiculous? Probably no. Like they, they just have to, they just have to like tone it appropriately, which I felt just like Albaz actually did do frankly like 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 there were a lot of there's a lot of albaz stuff that was really good and meta relevant but i never felt like branded when it was at its peak as much as i didn't enjoy branded i never felt like it was so over the top kashira was like a black hole in the game it warped everything because of how arise art was was that a smart idea probably no i mean they had to do something to well tier had tier was I'm now a tier lover because of playing it, but that it was a lot of, of fun. The, it was one of the bigger mistakes that I think Konami's made printing an archetype that if you're, I mean, to be fair, if you're going to make a tier zero deck, tier is probably the way to do it where it's not wholly oppressive all the time. And I've said this before, if the shufflers and the millers didn't exist, tier would be totally, totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sometimes I feel like the way that tier, uh, how that went down, I think that sometimes that was like low key a mistake. Like, I don't think they intended to do 
that. I think that they were like, they were going to release tier and they were like, all right, this is going to be pretty good. We did some product testing. This is going to be good. And then somebody was like, we need, we need a nostalgia set. What about a Shizu? And then they came out together and they were like, oh no. Like, I, I think it was a mistake. Frankly, I don't think it was on purpose. It's of course it was on purpose. It's their product. Oh, I don't know. I, I think, I think that sometimes the way Yu-Gi-Oh cards are designed, I get the impression that there are departments in Konami that don't talk to each other. Like it really seems that way because if they do talk to each other, then how could you possibly justify releasing tier and then the Ishizu cards? Like that's just an unhinged business decision. I mean, you'll make a lot of money, but like, then is it really an unhinged up. business decision? Well, but you're going to fuck up your game. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess they're sure about too worried about fucking their game up as long as they're getting money. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Still gonna play. We're going to complain about it. We're going to make podcasts about it and we're still going to keep playing. I'm going to make YouTubes about it. And then we're yep. going to cheer when somebody when somebody FTKs with Exodia at a YCS. You know, what's really like, this game's great. We love this. We love this game. <laughs> you know, it's really funny, though. Like, I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like I'm a re like a recovering crack addict because Kashtira was so strong that now that I don't play it anymore because it's like, you know, it's main piece got banned. I feel like I'm just kind of like uh, I feel like I'm just kind of waiting. I'm just like, OK, that was a lot of fun. And uh, that was really strong. And now I just don't know what to do with myself. Hmm. And uh, and I, I feel like I'm just waiting for Konami to announce an archetype that I enjoy um, that is also powerful. And so far they haven't done so. But coming off of playing a deck like Kashtira feels really weird because I guess for a while I was so used to it being like the big bad in the room that uh, now that I'm not playing it, I'm just like, like, I don't like know how to feel about it. It's really weird. I never felt that way playing any other deck because... Um, I guess the other times were during the pandemic and flu was never that oppressive compared to the way cash tier was. So to be fair, flu was the one of the only things that stood against tier element. That's true. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Those little birds, everyone hates them, but I love them. But it feels weird. It feels weird coming off of playing a deck that was so polarizing. People really everybody everybody should try a meta deck at least once. Then you'll you'll yeah. you understand the the experience of it. And then feel bad when your cards get banned. Yep. Almost Sometimes I'm like, I'm like for some almost immediately. <laughs> I'm like immune yeah, to it. For some, it's like you don't even get you don't even get the chance to uh experience it in its full glory. Yeah, yeah. Or you, I, uh, any deck any deck that George decides to play competitively and for a while, <laughs> something on it's gonna get hit. Well oh, no, yeah. George, you made a good investment with flu. You can still play that deck at pretty much almost max power. So that is so here, the so one here, exception. here so here is the yeah, with one exception with uh um uh what do you call it? Barrier statue. But here's right. my thing. So I've been hearing a lot of rumblings of people believing that because prosperity has so many printings mm. it might get banned yeah or limited to one and if that. that happens flu is dead yeah <laughs> actually though dead like there's yeah. like wh what are we gonna play what are we gonna play if, if yeah duality at three is still fine but play without desires. prosperity you could play extrav and cope a little bit i guess <laughs> i guess but i don't know man yeah it's, it's it's, gonna it would bad. be rough yeah it would be rough it'd be rough yeah so i i, I was always on the prosperity is not strong enough to get banned but no. god now that prosperity is so accessible to everybody it's mm -hmm. like Damn it. It's that time. <laughs> I see the I, lining. Yeah, but you know, honestly, I, I got so much playtime out of flu that if it became unplayable, I honestly wouldn't be that upset about it. I'd be like, okay, it's time. All right. Understandable. You know what I mean? I got a lot of playtime out of that deck. Really, I did. No, I'd be a, you know it's gonna be it's it's gonna be time if they release like a secret rare Rubina. Oh, That's yeah. when you know yeah. it's time. It's like no, yeah. not yeah. Rubina. Don't don't buy it. It's it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, like everybody don't buy the 
the set. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. No, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna feel bad when Fluandries gets the inevitable boot, and it's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. Konami never lets me have too much fun, just enough to where it's like, oh yeah, we got him, we got him, we got him back, yeah. and then they're gonna convince me to get something else, and then they're gonna ban that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I'll guess never I never forget tri- when I was doing uh, uh, Tri Brigade. Uh, I was yeah, really rough. I was rough, honestly. Mm-hmm. That was rough. It was like, and I didn't even get a chance. I didn't even yeah, get my you... chance to play. Like, I think I had just gotten my copies of uh, Forbidden Droplet. I paid like yep, eighty yep. or ninety bucks a copy. I was like, yeah, yeah. now it's full powered. Banned. Banned. Yeah, yeah, that really did suck. <laughs> I, I actually, honestly, have a pretty good track record with picking decks that have a good life because um, flu. I, I got definitely my money's worth out of flu. Uh, I got. I knew Kashira was gonna get hit, but I, I played Kashira for like seven months, dude. I played it for a while, and then uh, the other deck I played was what um, at Emancipator. I played. I got a lot of life out of that deck too. After all the things, it was just a fair. You, you know, I think you bought that after it got hit. No, I, I had it for like one week at full power, and uh, I was pretty sure Block Dragon wouldn't stay around. But I did. Like I played it for a long time. The only I stopped playing that deck when so many things on it got hit that I was like, I could just play a different synchro deck. But I, I, I did get a lot of good life out of all of my decks, so I, I've got a decent enough track record. I, I feel I have fear. I feel like the Millers are gonna get hit, and then I won't be able to play tier. No, but if the Millers get hit, they're gonna put the uh, little the little one the, the main deck names back to two. I, I could accept that trade, but you know, I was thinking that I, I had more fear earlier about the Millers, but the last couple of events, tier has not topped. So I think Konami might leave it alone, frankly. Yeah. Like it hasn't, it's not like it's been like, oh, tier is topping. We're not making money off tier. We got to hit this again. It's kind of just been like, people will play it because they really like it. And it might be like in the top 32. But if you look at any recent top eight or top 16, it's not there. So um, I think it might be safe, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and you've got good life. Yeah, you've, and you've gotten good life out of Pirelli Mill. And uh, George well, you got, got a, hit before it even had a chance. Yeah, but you've been playing it a while now and it's still seeing success. Yeah, I hear yeah. It. And then uh, I mean, George, but it's great life out of Mathmech, you know, like it's not. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, all that life out of Math Mac. How long was Circular Legal for? Like six months? A while. Maybe it was six months, but I guess we can say that. I think I felt like less. Yeah. I'm just saying you had a lot of playtime out it of was it. A, you know? I think like one format, maybe. Maybe I guess yeah, like six months. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not enough time. You know, every Circular time wasn't come, even doing anything. Every time we come to these points where like the format's getting like this always happens with you. It's very cyclical. Well, there there'll be like a they'll release a bunch of new stuff that doesn't seem to impact the game too much kind of like where we are right now and then uh konami is gonna everyone's always like this is gonna be the one this is gonna be a big ban list uh but you know since i started playing Yu-Gi-Oh a lot um there has not been a single monster ban list so i feel like i no longer believe that that is a thing that they will do there hasn't been a single monster ban list as long as i've been playing again since like 2019 in what a, are you talking about tailman got destroyed yeah but like, but, but like but, but frankly but frankly that was deserved i'm talking Wait, still a monster that, we were, that we were part of was oh, a yeah. huge ban let's win all the yeah. toss um toss format well but yeah. so to me so you're right but to me i was still like acclimating to the game so i didn't like like it didn't really like strike me as meaningful mm. because i you know what i mean because i wasn't like involved and then when i say monster sorry let me clarify yeah no tier got hit really hard i'm saying like a ban list that hits everything across the board really hard that hasn't happened since probably the that toss ban list that you were talking about george but that was a while ago that was a long time ago yeah it's been a while yeah i mean you can toss like one entire year 
year out um 2020 yeah. because there was yeah. like you know, there was really nothing to base their um their hits or anything like that so that year is kind of just thrown into the trash but everything else you're right it's just kind of been like people are waiting for like that crazy band list that's going to be talked about for years but it really hasn't happened besides um tear getting obliterated that was pretty cool but other than that i don't you're right i don't think anything else anything else has been really like extreme i don't want to say significant because i know that it you know there's there might be a couple band lists that i'm not thinking about that, that were significant but extreme i don't think so yeah yeah i guess we'll see man i don't know i um i just don't know i i feel very uh when i think of Yu-Gi-Oh these days i think just like a bunch of question marks in my head and i'm like yeah all right i guess i can go play tier but i'm not really sure what's going on in terms of the future of the game not in a negative way i just I, they maybe they have something up their sleeve that will really surprise me for um the first quarter of next year we'll see yeah uh just to conf uh, circular it appears came out in april of 2022 and was banned in june of 2022 so it got three months oh that's, that's less than i remember if i'm reading this correctly that's a little rough that's a little rough and then you got a deck like cashier where they were like everyone's like they're gonna kill it and then they were like hey uh we'll put, we'll put we'll put unicorn to two and i was just like wow okay <laughs> seems <Yeah>. reasonable <laughs> but okay <laughs> Like I knew a rise heart to one. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, you got to do that. But then I was like, I was like unicorn to zero, birth to zero. And then they were like, no, you can play Kashtira. And I was like, all right, I will. That was crazy. Un unbelievable, to be honest with you. I still don't really understand why they did that. <laughs> So that was playing the deck. I'm telling that's you. Right, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Anytime George touches a deck, like specifically, it's going to get hit in some shape or form. Oh, yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. I guess you never know. I guess yeah. Salamon Great was the same way. You picked up Salads and then Mirage Stallion got Boom. banned. <laughs> Immediately after Mirage Stallion got hit. And then, um, uh, what do you call it? Got, got, Zexel got, hit, got hit. No, no. Zexel. Oh, Zexel did get hit. Zexel and it's crazy hit. because that was during the pandemic. There is no reason why it should have got hit. Nobody was playing there was no events going on why would you hit something when there's no events nobody was playing it on the like remote duels nobody yeah i must have been one of the only people playing zaxel but they're like nope he's having too much fun yeah they have like yeah. a cam they have like a couple cameras around your house yeah, like, yeah we should do a series from underneath him the decks that george plays and how many cards on the <laughs> are on the ban list because he was playing them <laughs> <laughs> now, is it, so, so hold on is it actually true Verte. that uh is it actually true that this next uh set coming out um they've announced what so we know that there's U bell stuff and we know that goblins is coming but there's got to be another archetype that's unannounced yeah, is that yeah correct or wait no i'm sorry isn't it that like silent fork force stuff you know what i'm talking about yes yeah that might Island be it fork. yeah that, that one that, that one has apparently been that one's taken some names in ocg as well indeed it is i saw that actually maybe that might be that might be just in terms that might be it in that set and i was just unaware that that is raid raptors also getting stuff again raid raptors getting like seven cards just get give them like one or two and give other archetypes them it's just it's ridiculous give and other it's, archetypes support. it's almost time for our monthly hero support so we'll see Shout what out. happens no yeah come on we need a better extender than ferris and increase that's all i want oh yeah no no just you, have you know it's it's it's, a, it's about that time of year where um sky strikers get more support yes yeah that's actually you need to play sky striker george it's last wave of support was actually really good so the current one great. coming up is going to be good too I know. I think it's. I think it's just Konami teasing me because they know that I hate Sky Strikes and they know I won't ever pick it up. They're mm -hmm. like, "Well, this is a deck we're gonna continue to support because yeah, but you hate it." Sky Strikers not like a meta contender, so I don't think it's a problem. It's like not good, guys. Wait till Engage gets released back to three. I mean, I love Sky Striker, but it's not very good. Like it doesn't stand up to like Rescue Ace. No, you lose. Sorry, you don't win that game. They set four and then you lose. Like you're not gonna win. Just and cry. That's yeah, right. Basically, basically. Just cry. That's that's how triggers win. Just cry about not drawing Engage. I mean, it's a lot of fun to play. I'm 
not gonna lie, I have a great time playing it, but it's not meta relevant. I, it's Sky Striker is like rogue tier at best. If you're a really incredibly good pilot, maybe like tier two, but the bottom of tier two. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll George see also happens. played Mystic Mine and it got banned. Yep. Mystic Mine was around for a long time. Yep. I'm just running through the cards in my head that George that have been banned that George has played. Verte got banned. I think that we should actually bring Mystic Mine back unironically. Shut up. No. I think that it would be fun. A card was so toxic. Yeah, but you know what's even more I agree that, that it shouldn't come back. Nah, I love on. that card. No, come on. It would be fun. No. Just like uh just like a just one copy. Nope. Can't. I think it'd be fun. George played Cyberstein. It got banned. Cyberstein was not long for this world. George played Snow and it got banned again. <laughs> I forgot about Imperial that. Order. My Imperial favorite Order, card. His favorite card got banned. Oh, man. Did you ever oh, play God. Sprite Elf? I don't think you played Sprite Elf. No, Link no, no, Ross, no, no, no. I was going to buy Sprite Elf when it was expensive and then it got I hit. played Sprite Elf mm. and Link Cross. I just Thunder Dragon Colossus. Colossus. Yep. You wanted to play Thunder Dragon. Honestly, Colossus should come back. It's been a long time now. It's been no. a long time. What they've uh, to my boy. I, I think it'd be fine. I put it at one. I don't think it can come back to yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No, one, is, one. One, is, one is okay. I think they should do it. I think it would be a lot it's of super fun. super easy to bring out. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Point of the Red Lotus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. This is so bad. So many. So many Samorg, cards. the you... Bird of Sovereign. God damn oh, it. Oh, yeah. Samorg. I forgot about Samorg. <laughs> I don't know why Samorg is still on the list. <laughs> it's very strange that Samorg is still on the list. Oh, I don't think... Because I, think I like the, that card. I don't think oh. you ever played... Did you play Calamities? No. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, that was one of the decks that I played made calamities. Chaos Ruler, I think you played. Uh, Zodiac Dryden. Oh, yep, that was. So it funny. made no sense. It came off for. Oh God! It, oh God! <laughs> it literally came off for a few months for like one format, and it's like nope. <laughs> and then they were like, "Wait, they they're like, wait, actually, fuck Dryden." And then I was like, "Why? Okay." <laughs> I didn't enjoy Dryden because um I was bad at Yu-Gi-Oh then, but now I'm just like, no, you can bring Dryden back. I don't give a fuck. Bring it back. Do it. You're gonna pop my normal summon? Okay. Anyway, Gazelle was limited. <laughs> for so long forever like the entire since i started playing yugioh just in, up until recently yep. they, it's like it could have came off the ban list like two years ago but konami decided no he still has those cards laying around we're not yep. gonna give it to him we've seen him eyeing them we see that he wants it you also played halka fibrax but to be fair who didn't oh i mean how i bring back Hulk. Oof. no don't bring I, back Hulk. i re i actually really liked how unironically I, I thought it was fun Almost all the dangers it. are at um one i used to play uh oh yep you did, yep yep Fucking hell, man! Yeah, crazy actually. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a letter to Konami. <laughs> Dear Konami, stop watching me. Leave me alone. <laughs> maybe I'll like dig. Alone. Maybe I'll dig back in the archives and buy some other archetype that's a little older to, uh, on the cheap and play that. Gamma, you also played Gamma. Mm -hmm. You love they, Gamma. All right, they only banned Gamma because you were able to sack people with it in Kashtira, and I resent that because somebody would well. smugly be like, "You'd be like, oh, uh, a rise artifact," and they'd be like, uh, 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 "Ogre," and you'd be like, "Okay, Gamma," but uh, uh, well, you can't even do that. But you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but but like like there were a couple times where I was playing Kashtira and I would like do a thing and uh, stop my opponent's answer with Gamma and I thought it was really funny to uh, go plus a billion and also rip a card from your hand but no Konami was like you can't do that and I was like whatever fuck you alright I just want to be able to play my boys I even brought Kashtira back taking some names with my OTK bullshit it's a lot of fun Red Reboot you love that card oh who didn't honestly Red Reboot was a lot of fun I miss Red Reboot me too actually I think it could come back no I don't think it can come back I think Trap Decks deserve to be where they are which is at the bottom of the tier list right yeah so it's red funny. reboot is just like it's like that simpsons clip where he's like stop he's already dead yeah no i i'm actually fine with that I, I, until 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 konami comes out with a uh, a trap deck that is um 
interesting and not uh whatever labyrinth is doing right now i'd like eldritch a lot I, we should let's bring back eldritch it would it never went anywhere no but like labyrinth is just strictly better unfortunately maybe yeah. you can build, that, like the logan from crush cards maybe you can build oh, like, that's a true logan logan uh went undefeated in her locals with uh with La with uh, eldritch yeah. eldritch horus that's pretty hot maybe you can make like an eldritch labyrinth deck and you can call it mommy and daddy it um, could be like really powerful you don't you just need to have daddy eldritch and that's the only art that you need yeah they actually did finally release uh the greatest they knew what they were doing potentially honestly potentially one of the best Yu-Gi-Oh arts in the whole game i actually oh think yeah it's fucking great i love it and uh, every amazing. every time mbt talks about it it fucking cracks me up oh, good. <laughs> so goddamn funny uh, yeah it's you know what like, happened? Go ahead, no no go ahead i was gonna say you thought about making dragon link and then chaos space and magma hook on it yeah really that's actually true oh man i think you would a lot you would have been like i don't know if i can play this game anymore frankly <laughs> like, i'm not playing this i'm gonna play pokemon <laughs> dragon dragon link oh you might see dragon link on on uh this weekend coming up hopefully not maybe, maybe. i don't know maybe. nobody likes dragon link if you're listening and you play dragon link stop it get over it like i got over at emancipator it's time to move on that deck is still good yeah i wanted to build i wanted to play dragon link like back in 2020 and then i was like no nah, i don't know it's gonna get hit i don't think it's gonna it's gonna be around for too much longer three years later still it's been hit like six times it's still kicking they're like ah we have the best type and attributes in the game yeah true. yeah truly. i don't think dragon link is going anywhere then i proceed to buy it and then every yep. dragon card is going to be banned they're like oh striker dragon banned absolute dragon uh, i don't care about that one uh rocket tracer banned boot sector launch banned i'm sure i'm sure dragon link will be fine i'm sure more shit will the come. seals all gone <laughs> including the ones that no one plays oh yeah that's what you have no, to do no, george you hate a deck just away. buy it and play it i would buy the i would buy the 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 entire deck the day after a ban list Konami like, releases an emergency ban list a week later <laughs> oh, god. oh god the plight to the plight to be george and <laughs> no literally i have like the worst luck in getting cards banned and then the absolute worst luck in sealed product i love sealed product so much you but do. it doesn't love me <laughs> sealed product does not love me it's true i have pretty good luck i pulled a barone i didn't even buy a barone i just pulled one must be nice it was i use it regularly actually i pulled a barone but only until after the oh only the 25th anniversary yeah <laughs> uh, they were coming like in every pack super rare yep. barone everybody gets a barone everybody gets a barone which means barone is next on the ban list i wouldn't even bother barone. with that i think no, it, they're not I think, going. i think no, it would be funny for no reason but uh, they're not gonna do that that'd be really yeah. funny though if they banned barone that'd be, that'd be like why what is the point yeah you just play better shit i don't know right <sighs> well this turned into a longer episode than i thought every time i say we're gonna do a short one never never happens it's yeah, always we, were just, we were just talking about stuff you know we've been here oh shit is it oh shit okay where are um, we all right well you'll see some of us at the regional and queen uh feel free to stop by say hi it's i don't know how you'll go. recognize us but you know you might it's a shame go, but uh you know honestly the last thing i'll say about that is um fuck st john's and uh it's a bad place and um i hope you have a good time but you should leave as soon as possible when you're done is it a bad place because you were not great in college no i went to stony brook yeah but did you so how do you have a connection with st john my ex-wife went there ah got it yeah oh yeah it was a lot of fun you you All ever right. run you ever run around um outside on the campus in the middle of jamaica queens because your ex-wife is having a nervous breakdown you ever done that no all right well there you go can't <laughs> say i have it's a lot of fun really really I'm sure fun. yeah it really really uh adds up to a lot of the stereotypes about white people i get it oh, i get it i love them I, we, well we should put a pin in this yeah 
we'll circle back. We got to. Uh, we have to uh, synergize our podcasting a little bit better. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we should leave. I. Uh, I think. Um. Good luck, everybody. Next. Maybe. Maybe next Monday we can talk about the results. How y'all did. Yeah. And uh, we can see what. Uh, what was going on in Top Cut over there? Gamers Choice is pretty good about keeping up with reporting results. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And um, we'll have a special guest on next week. Oh uh, yeah. Which will be fun. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be I'll keep it a secret. Dragon Phantasmy. Oh my bring, god. It, bring you have bad luck with banned cards and then cards getting reprinted <laughs> as soon as you get that. <laughs> I was searching for Phantasmy for so long and then it got a reprint right after. Oh god. You can honestly play Phantasmy these days. It would just be really underwhelming against most things. Yeah, yeah people people sometimes still try to make Phantasmy a thing, but it's like Phantasmy had its day in the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let, let, let him rest. Let him rest. You know what's funny? I actually have never played Phantasmy. Um, I have three copies and um i've always had it just in case and there has not there has not been a meta where it is relevant to play uh since i've gotten very much into playing uh at a more competitive level yeah actually phantasme is has jumped up in price since i last checked uh, like yeah a, almost like a 30 dollar card well Holy it's because shit. it's because if you really fear like uh infernoble or dragon link um then phantasme can put in a lot of work it depends mm-hmm. on what you, depends on what you're worried about or what's it called fucking vanquish soul if you're really worried about the rock I hate that deck. Oh my god. Joe, if you're listening to this, I hate that deck. I don't understand why you hate it so much. I think that any deck where you're like, I'm gonna interact, and then they go, uh, I'm gonna tag out, uh, draw a card, uh, burn 1500, I'm like, oh my fucking Sky Striker, god. I'm gonna tag out, I'm gonna bring back- <laughs> You don't tag out with Sky Striker, you have to die first. Oh, okay. Vanquish Soul is like, I'm gonna like, oh, uh, you're activating that effect, I'm gonna negate that. Okay, uh, I'm gonna tag out, so the effect fizzles, and I'm like, okay, I, you know what? You don't say that. Why well, even try? Um, I also don't like the art. But that's neither here nor there. That is a personal opinion. Yeah, that is. That Sometimes is you've got to let it fizzle. Sometimes you got to let it fizzle. Wow. I have this coquito that I'm about to go drink, and I'm going to let that fizzle in my tummy. It's going to be great. It's not even. That's not what it does. Well, no. I mean, it would be bad if it fizzled, actually. <laughs> right. Yeah. That'd be probably very wrong. Bad to use the word. I can't even say it. <laughs> I'm going to drink you know, this water and you know, let they, it fizzle. You know, they say they say that uh, coquito is to effect failure as uh, eggnog is to infinite impermanence. Ah. <laughs> a budget improvement. Oh Why do you? do this to me. Coquito's better than eggnog, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Of course it is. It has spice. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> and not catch actual and not spice. Catch actual <laughs> okay, let's not just let's, salt pepper. Let's end the episode. <laughs> let's end the episode. It's been really uh, We'll see you guys next week. Oh, take it over. No, that was it. That was all I had to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this Fine. has been Art of the Podcast with MSTC. I'm Mel. I am not Joseph. I am Block Dragon. Every no. I'm Nick. Not Block Dragon. Okay, I'm good, Nick. Good. No more block dragon. Be a block dragon. See Bye, later. block dragon. Bye. Never to return. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one wants to. We're not going to stop it. <laughs> <laughs>